Hi. Hello. Welcome. Have you heard the good news about Adam Driver's Burberry ad? <laughs> I had forgotten. <laughs> so you have, right? Yeah. Um, I'm Kat slash Dylan, and I use they, them pronouns. <laughs> I'm Sophia, and I use she, her pronouns, and maybe Adam- another pronoun? That's also news, but I haven't figured out which one yet, and I, I don't I don't know which other ones there are that I could use, so we'll figure that out some other day. That's a whole <laughs> other conversation. <laughs> dipping, my, dipping my toe. Somebody, I was in California, and somebody called me a lady and i was like yeah don't like that they're like a nice young woman and i was like and i was like maybe maybe i'm a she slash something else um because i do like she i just really don't like to be referred to as a nice young woman Mm. yeah so i don't know what I don't mind she, her pronouns, but, but the other stuff associated with femininity, I don't know about that. Anyway, so wait, I saw TikTok about this this morning, um, and everybody's like, some of the headlines are like, congratulations, now you're attracted to Adam Driver as a horse, and I'm like, yeah, no, um, I'm so not. The, uh, to be clear, in the Burberry ad, he's a centaur? Well, he turns into a centaur. To be very clear, he's like chases after a horse and then because I watched the ad. I watched it. Um, he chases after a horse. Um, sorry, my chair is super, super squeaky. Also, um, the reason we didn't post last week is because I was way oh, yeah. up in the it's mountains. Been, it's been a hot fucking minute because we've had technical difficulties and then like because I, I think it's been like a month. It's been a while, so that's why um, we haven't posted. Um, we so we I, have there were two episodes that never got that we recorded that oh, never got posted for various right. reasons, and then two weeks that we had to skip because we just couldn't record. Um, we had two two episodes of technical difficulties. Um, one of which was just uh, forty minutes of, of us going. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, um, I was way up in the mountains at my grandparents' place. I also found out why we ran it, started running into more technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. It's because my brother started calling with one of his friends. Ah. Stupid Gabe. Um, yeah, so it's been a hot minute. Um, we're back. But we're back with heaters, though. I'm back with a heater of an intro. Ah, I was like, what do you mean? I'm back it's with a still heat- summer. I'm back with a heater of an intro of an article. Um, so yeah, so I watched the the ad. Mm-hmm. It's for Burberry's new campaign. I think it's like a fragrance. Mm-hmm. The fragrance is called Hero, which is like weird. But basically, he's like, there's this horse, and the horse is running on the beach. And Adam Driver is running after it. And then they both get in the water. And then there's a bunch of weird shots where he looks like the horse and the horse looks like him. And he's shirtless. 
And then the last shot is Adam Driver, and he is the he is a centaur. See, I thought it was like this was the first announcement. So when I first heard about this, I didn't realize it was for a Burberry ad. I thought it was for like the first announcement of like the live action Hercules movie, and he was playing <laughs> the guy. <laughs> The other, not Hercules, the Chiron, him. That's that's where my brain went. Incredible. I was like, that has to be the only logical explanation for why Adam Driver is a centaur, right? Like, that mm. is clearly the most logical explanation for Adam Driver horse, you know? Adam Driver X horse. <laughs> Wait, now I'm thinking now I'm thinking about the the Ronald Reagan, Mike Pence. Nothing feels better than the for the <laughs> nothing's better for the inside of a man than the outside of all horse. Jesus. Which is a, a real quote that <laughs> they both real, said. That's a real thing Ronald Reagan said and then Mike Pence tweeted quoting Ronald Reagan saying that with a picture of him horseback riding, which just means him and Ronald Reagan both fucked horses. Both were fucked by horses. Sorry, yes. So both were fucked by horses. That is correct. Yes, you're you're right. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Thank you for fact checking me. Nothing's better for the inside of a man than the outside of a horse. Why would you say it like that? Like known known homophobes, <laughs> Ronald Reagan and Mike Pence. Just. Like, what was the going worst through their way minds? You could say that. Like, it's there's like, so the- many better ways to say that horseback riding is good for the soul. I thought you were gonna say there's so many better ways to say you got fucked by a horse. Um, there are so many better ways to say that horseback riding is good for the soul. Like saying, "Wow, horseback riding is really good for the soul." Yeah. Or like, if then you saying be there's nothing about be- it, you could be like. Um. Uh, literally, I'm trying to think of like some fun like cowboy thing to say. Like, um, but the thing is, cat cowboys are gay. Yeah, well, because like you know what the first thing that came to mind, and I was like, um, was it something um, for Brokeback Mountain? No. Well, I was gonna say, um, uh, nothing soothes a man's soul like the back of a horse, but that's that's also <laughs> that's- bad. <laughs> Also pretty bad. I'm trying to um, like some inspirational cowboy quote, and they're all coming out. I was gonna say like nothing Susan suits a man's soul like 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 a like there's they're all it's all gay. The problem, I think I think the problem is um, the initial one is so gay that you can't get out of the mind space. Yeah. Like, because there's lots of things that, like, could be innocuous or could be, like, Part of me really sexual. wants to go- Google non-gay horse things, horseback riding quotes, but, like, that's a bad thing to have in my search history. Um, uh, do you remember that, um, that, uh, phone game that went viral and it was, like, a it was, like, a uh, what's it called? A whatever novel, a visual novel game mm-hmm. a, about about your horse boyfriend, the horse with oh. the human face. Yes, 
I know what you're talking about. I remember seeing memes about it. Not a centaur. To not be clear. a centaur. It was not- a horse. And only the protagonist could see his true human face. I watched yeah, not, somebody play it. Not a not a centaur. Centaur is very different. This was Cent- like a, a horse wearing a man mask. Yeah. Listen, and as a reformed horse girl, I literally when over the Fourth of July, I was with a couple of friends. Uh, you were one of them. I don't know if you heard this exchange between me and one of our friends. Um, but I was with, uh, one, ah, oh my God, this is so annoying. One, my article has a video with it and it keeps, Mm. I keep pausing it and muting it and it keeps auto playing. Um, but, but one of our friends who is, she's black and I told her, I was like, Hey, if you ever want to like drop me as a friend and you don't ever want to like have to give me an excuse as to why I've been shitty to you or you don't want to have that conversation with me you can just give me the excuse of I used to be a horse girl that's fine that's okay that's you're allowed to do that I understand if if I've ever done something and you don't ever want to talk to me about like what I've done and you don't feel like blah 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 like whatever 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 like that's okay I I understand like I get it if I've done shit to you but you wanted like Tell me why you want to stop being my friend. Just you can tell me that I've been a horse girl. I'll understand that I've done something and I'll sit with that guilt and I'll be like, <laughs> oh shit, I should. I'll be like, oh shit, I fucked up. <laughs> but, and, and you told me it was because I was a horse girl, but I'll know that I did something else and I'll deserve that. <laughs> I just dropped my phone on my keyboard. Um. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, as a reformed her- horse girl, like, I loved horseback riding. I would go back to it. It's really fun. Um, but, like, why would you... There's nothing better for the inside of a man than the outside of a horse. Um, I think it's the worst possible way were you? to say that. Oh, you know what? No, it was... I was talking to my cousin, um, and I don't know if this is true. I should have verified is it. Is this the one I dog sit for? No. Different cousin. Um, I was, I was, though she, she does like horses. She, she's a horseback rider, but like she's chill about it. She's not I, weird about it. I was, I was weird about it. I back know, in the I day. remember. Um, <laughs> a dark time. That's when um, I still thought I was straight. Um, you were saying your cousin? Yeah. So, um, According to one of my cousins, uh, horse brains and cat brains are approximately the same size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love horses. They're just like they're big, so dumb, silly dogs. They're great. I was watching my brother and I have been watching the Olympics, mm. um, because. You know, you can have a little nationalism, I guess. So my my thing about the Olympics is, um, oh, I had something. Listen, mm-hmm. I don't, most of the time, unless it's somebody whose career I follow, I don't really care who wins a given sport. I'm just like, look at you. You're doing your best. And my favorite is like, uh, like young Olympians who are like crying when they win. Like, I was watching the um, women's street skateboarding, and I think it was a a, a 13-year-old one. She's, like, 13, yeah, yeah. And she was, like, 
in tears hugging her competitors and they were all like just like we we came here and we skateboarded and we did our best and how fucking amazing is that yeah um my favorite olympic moment thus far that i have seen and i am biased because she is one of my favorite athletes um katie ledecky oh yeah um fun fact i used to be a hardcore swimmer and I when thought I you were going to say Lee Kiefer winning the fencing gold also medal. Also great. Yeah. Um, by the way, first time an American has ever won a foil gold medal, men's or women's um, um, team or individual, which is really, really cool. And if only our fencing – I had an article all about fencing Yeah. that I read two, three weeks ago. If only that episode had gone up. But yeah, yeah Lee Kiefer, really cool. Apparently she's also married to another fencer. Nice. <laughs> which is really funny. Oh, but 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 my Katie Ledecky thing. Um, so I used to be a high hardcore swimmer, um, like multiple like training going to like on a swim team and also training outside of swim team practice, like during the school year and during the summer kind of deal. Um mm-hmm. and then I fucked up both my shoulders. Anyway, um, summer 2012, um, before the Olympics, um, my dad is a master swim coach, and he got tickets to watch the Olympic swim trials. Oh, I remember you telling me that. And about I this. watched Katie Ledecky's debut, and my dad was like, See that girl? She's your age. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And I. My, I like, I remember so vividly. Um, she's did going you up run against into Michael Phelps in an elevator. I did run into Michael Phelps in an elevator. Um, my dad also ran into Ryan Lochte at the bar. Um, it was a whole thing. <laughs> the last um, person I'd want to run into at a bar. Actually, he's not the last person I'd want to run into at the bar, but he's on the list. Yeah, my my dad hates Ryan Lochte. He's for thinks, good fucking reason. Well, my my dad's whole thing is Ryan Lochte is giving swimmers everywhere a bad name. That's like his thing. Um. Anyway, I mean, yeah, he um, kind of is. Katie Ledecky's debut. Um, there's these grown women and this one, I remember it's like all of these grown women and this one like 14 year old girl and all of the women are wearing like the, um, like Olympic standard suits, which are like designed to make you go faster. Like the ones that are allowed in the Olympics, not like the super advanced ones. The like tech suits. Yeah. Like the tech suits. And they're all wearing these like, uh, super streamlined caps or whatever. And Katie Ledecky's wearing like. A $15 suit from Target or something. Mm-hmm. Just like a very generic one piece. Um, and like a like a swim cap from like her local rec club or something. Oh. Um, and she killed it. Um, That's really Her first really race, cool. she came in second and was like, like you could tell she was just like, could have been faster. I could do better than this. Um, and like, anyway... I I was like, she's going to do great things. I'm going to follow her career. Um, yeah. I was watching swimming the other day with my dad. Um, the 1500 meter uh, freestyle, she got gold. Um, that race the was moment, cool. The moment that really spoke to me is she she touches the wall. She looks up at the clock. She sees that one of her teammates got silver. And before she catches her breath, she jumps over the lane line to hug her teammate. Yeah, no, I thought that was really cool. And that's that like it's the it's the like being so proud of other people. Like well, you, I don't you can't know even you... breathe yet, but 
I don't know if you've been following what Simone Biles, because Simone Biles, and also I am. She's a goddamn hero. She is. I don't know if you saw her tweet this morning on Twitter, because I, the only times, the only, I've been going on Twitter more often because I've been watching Love Island and the tweets this season are very good because Mm -hmm. the season's been kind of boring, honestly. Anyway, um, but she tweeted this morning saying that all of the support that she's been getting because she's had to withdraw has made her realize that she's more than her career, which she didn't think she was, um, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and she, when, I don't know if you heard, but an American woman won the gold medal this morning or yesterday oh, nice. evening, Suni Lee. Um, she won gold in the all around, which nice. was completely unexpected. Um, but Simone Biles was there like the whole time cheering her on and posted on her story how proud she was of her friend for winning gold. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that, that's really cool. Like that is, like, it's one thing to be, like, the greatest swim, like, the greatest gymnastics athlete of all time. And it's another thing to be that and then also be there after you've withdrawn and be proud of your friends for all of their amazing achievements. And I think, like, the um, art... Not sorry, the I've, got a, I've, got a, I've got a brief update from the intersection outside my apartment <laughs> that I can see. There's... A cop parked his car in such a way that he's blocking half the intersection. Jesus Christ. And he's a traffic, he's like wearing the traffic cop thing. And all these cars are honking at him. And he's just like (laughs) glaring at them. And I'm like, dude, you're blocking the, you parked your car blocking the intersection. And you're a traffic cop. My God. He's also parked in front of a, I just noticed he's parked in front of a fire hydrant. So that's fun. God. Um, The... IOC, not the ROC, that's the Russian Olympic Committee. The International Olympic Committee um, has got a multitude of sins to atone for. Um, So fucking many. So fucking many. They are so fucking... They have so many double standards against women, specifically against black women. Oh, Um, And it's really, really appalling yeah Um, the tokyo olympic committee and the ioc both have a lot to answer for yes um Um, and i'm also frankly really um i've been really really annoyed watching the advertising from so many different brands during the olympics because this year is the first year that um it's the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee. So after the, after the 2018 Winter Olympics, the two Olympic committees joined. So they're now part of the same governing body. Mm. Um, the U.S. is one of four countries in the world to have the Paralympic Committee and the Olympic Committee be part of the same governing body, which is mm. a really good thing because it means that disabled people are getting equal representation on the Olympic stage. Um, Also, this is the first year that Paralympic athletes are being paid the same amount for their gold medals. Fuck yes. I don't know if you've heard about... Not that it hasn't... Not fuck yes that this is the first time, but fuck yes that it's finally happening. Yeah. So previously, gold medal athletes were getting paid like $37,000 and Paralympic gold medal athletes were getting paid less than $10,000 for their gold medals. Oof. 
Yeah, and now they're getting paid the same amount, which is fucking ridiculous that they weren't getting paid that before. Yeah. Um, but the it means that the fucking advertising has been super, super, like, like, tar- like there's been so many. I keep seeing this these advertisements that have Jessica Long in it, and she's a Paralympic swimmer. Um, Mm. She's a double amputee, and she has 23, I think it's, it's either 23 medals, she has 23 medals, 13 of which are gold in swimming, and the ad is just, like, inspo porn, and it's, like, every time I see it, I'm like, this is, this feels gross, Toyota, this feels... This is nasty. And then I saw another one from Ritz, which was about... I forget who the the runner was, because I only saw it once yesterday. Mm -hmm. But the runner is a single amputee. She has one of the, like, special... Those... I forget what they're called. But those... the, The fiberglass legs that are for single amputee runners. Mm -hmm. And in the ad... The, there's a girl who's also a single amputee and she's watching it's an ad for for ritz crackers and the woman the i just get ready the athlete wins her race she's a sprinter she wins her race and she wins gold and she like bites her gold medal and this girl who's also a single amputee is watching the race and bites a ritz cracker like it's a fucking medal like <laughs> it just made me so I was just like, the fuck is this? And it was like, are, are we really, like, are we really, like, doing this to just, dis- like, yeah, and... that's a yikes adver- out of ten. It's like, advertising around the Olympics has always been, like, a weird thing. And I know the these, like, disabled athletes have agreed to be parts of these, part of these yeah. ad campaigns. Yeah, I mean, so and I was... Well, I was going to say, I was watching, I follow a lot of Olympians on TikTok because, you know, the Olympics are happening and they show up on my For You page and I'm like, they're fine. Yeah. The US rugby team is so gay and they're so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the TikTok where they're testing out the cardboard beds? Yes. And the last thing on the list is, um, we're going to have sex. And now we're going to have sex. (laughs) Um. Oh, but um, I there was an Olympian and she was talking about how like everybody's like managers, agents, whatever is like, listen, uh, if you're going to be an Olympic athlete, you, you got to get your face out there so you can get ad deals because you can't live off of Olympic medal money. Yeah. Um, like the, yes. the way the way that you can make a living off of being a li- an Olympian is ad deals. Um, yep. And so especially considering uh medalists weren't getting paid like even as much as paralympic yeah paralympic medalists weren't getting paid as much as um able-bodied olympians um they definitely need they don't need the ad well you know what i mean if they want to make a living out of being an olympian they need the ad money yeah and it's like it's just so frustrating because I'm like, on the one hand, these are like inspo porn, but on the other hand, it's like, 
it's that constant conversation of like it's that constant like battle of representation on the one hand and like good representation bad representation like inspo porn and just like but at the same time it may it's gonna get more people interested in actually fucking watching the Paralympic Games for once Mm -hmm. in their fucking lives it's like as soon as the like Olympics end it's like okay the Olympics are over no more interesting for me Paralympics who like the fuck and it's like anyway um Um, I'm guilty of only ever watching the swimming but in my defense I pretty much only watch the swimming anyway (laughs) yeah I did watch some skateboarding because my dad's thing is he will only watch the swimming cycling and then weird sports so we watched a lot of surfing and skateboarding dude my thing is like I have played a lot of sports so I've been my brother and I've been watching a lot of volleyball um and here's here's because I play volleyball here's the other thing I'm just a slut for the Olympics I love I just I really like watching and learning about different sports Mm -hmm. um any of any and all of them um and it's been really fun i've really enjoyed watching the fencing mm. um i've seen a a, a bit yeah if muhammad like, is commentating like, i was watching i was watching the fencing earlier so i don't have cable also so um that makes it tough i pretty much only watch the olympics when i'm at my parents house and i was at my parents house doing laundry the other day um, which is where I did a lot of my Olympic watching, but I was watching with my dad and he didn't want to watch anything that he'd seen already. And he also only watches weird sports, but he was like, oh, I was watching fencing the other day and um, uh, America got gold, but it wasn't the sword that you do. It was the other one. And I was like, there's father, there's three of them. There's three yeah, sword there's, types. There's three. There's two other ones besides the one that I did. Um, it was yeah. foil. <laughs> Yeah, that was really cool, though, because um, we had watched one of her or I had watched one of her trial bouts in her in Lee Kiefer's pool of 32, um, where she had like seriously come from behind in that bout. And mm. then like we'd gone to bed and then the next day it was her gold medal bout. And I was like, oh, shit. And then she won. And I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, want to hear my two favorite Olympic jokes? Please. Um. So the first one is my mother. Um. My mother is Greek. Um. She does not care about the American Olympic teams at all. She only yeah. cares about the Greek Olympic teams. Um, I don't really care about the U.S. Let me let me preface this. Preface this. I don't really care about the U.S. Again, unless I've been following either the sport, somebody in the sport, like, I've sort of been following the U.S. fencing team a little Mm -hmm. bit. Like, I I knew about, like, Kiefer and her career, um, and some of the other fencers, uh, like Daryl Homer, he's a saber fencer. Um, There are a lot of, um, a lot of the black fencers from the U.S. team Mm -hmm. specifically, I've sort of been following their careers and their activism. Um, so I've been interested in, in them. Um, but, like, unless I've been following a career from a specific athlete in the U.S., I really don't give a shit about, like, the U.S. 
team or like how many gold medals we win because like some people are like wow I really care about the U.S. medal count and I'm like we're gonna win the medal count like we have the most athletes competing in the we most have sports so many fucking athletes also hang on did you see our the outfits we walked out in I did not in the opening ceremony fucking I, I did not see the opening ceremony vineyard vines looking Ralph Lauren ass of course uh, uh, um, they literally oh, they're they awful speaking of the opening ceremonies my olympic joke um my mom my mom is all about the the greek olympic teams um uh but she 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 recognizes that greece isn't often gonna win a gold um at all if any um uh so her her every every olympics my mother says <laughs> Uh, my mother says, oh, you got to watch. Uh, you you have to watch the opening ceremonies because it's the only event where the Greeks come in first. Oh, my God. Because Greece is the first country to walk out in the Olympics. Yep. Um, I love my mother. I think I've already predicted. I was talking with my brother about when the 50th Olympics will be because I'm pretty sure this is 32. Mm-hmm. Um. And my brother and I, he was like, we don't know. And I was like, well, 50 is going to be in Athens probably because it'll be a big deal in Greece, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, Athens kind of hosted recently. Like, in our lifetime (laughs) recently. Yeah, but Um, the next, but the 50th Olympics is in 72 years, my guy. Mm, Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, these are what Team USA walked out in. Jesus fucking Christ. Boat outfits. It there it's not good like like I I get like here's the thing, here's the problem with anything that like the US team would wear. Mm-hmm. The There's we have nothing. um we have we have nothing like a lot of the other teams came out in like traditional thing but the japanese team didn't wear any traditional out like traditional japanese Mm -hmm. clothing for their ceremony their flag bearers might have but like you know, like I will have the, to watch the Olympic ceremonies and like, the opening ceremonies. And... The 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 Tonga the the opening ceremony outfits for Tonga. By the way, the 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 Tongan um he's he's back. The the guy that everybody thirsts over third straight Olympics in a row, mm. which means he competes summer, winter, summer. Jesus Christ! Yeah, because he's my also dad a, the, um, he's also a skier. He he competes in taekwondo, judo. I don't know. He competes in one of the the kicky punchy sports, mm. and he's a skier. So he's at both opening ski opening ceremonies. Um, but like a lot of here he is. Yeah, uh, people always are like thirsty for him. Hmm. Um. But like a lot of countries. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Like, I think this is Ghana, and they're wearing, like, traditional prints, and, like, mm-hmm. that's the thing about the U.S. We have nothing to Everybody wear. dresses like pilgrims. <laughs> but, like, I wouldn't want to do that to the people of color on the team. 
Quakers, Quakers, mm. famously anti-slavery and abolitionists. Everybody dresses like Quakers. Also famously anti-sex and anti-fun. Not anti-sex. The, they the just perfect, didn't have sex. The perfect they, thing for the Olympics. <laughs> they, I don't know. If you, they, I know they didn't have sex. I know the thing with the Quakers is they sat in silence a lot. Um. Um. But yeah, maybe everybody, everybody wore cowboy boots. <gasps> yeah. And cowboy hats, and an outfit that does not at all go with. Or no, better yet, better yet, jean overalls. Cowboy <laughs> boots, cowboy hats. The boots are like white with red stripes or stars or something. The hats are like leather, but they've got a brim that's like American flag patterned and no oh shirts. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> Just jean overalls, cowboy out? boots and uh cowboy hats. <laughs> no shirts. If you want to wear a sports bra, that is allowed, but it's optional. Like- Oh my god. Feels like a lot. Should we move on? Should we talk about our articles? You've been recording um, for like over half yeah, an hour. Yeah. Um my article. I will I would like to go first because mine is relevant to what we're talking about. Oh, it's about the Olympics? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um this article comes to us from ZME Science. It is by Furman Coop. Uh this Olympics, all of the medals are made entirely out of recycled materials. Oh, I heard about that. That's super cool. Um, it's part of a larger sustainability effort by the organizers in Tokyo to make the Olympics greener. Uh, medalists at the Tokyo Olympic Games are the first ones in history, in the history of the competition, to win medals made out of recycled electrical goods, mostly mobile phones. These highly desired prizes were crafted from more than 6 million reused mobile phone parts, part of an effort by organizers to make this year's competition environmentally friendly. Uh, Two years before the Olympics, the organizing committee launched the Tokyo Metal Project to recycle old electronic gadgets such as smartphones and laptops, which would later be used to produce the metals. Billions of precious metals such as gold and silver, which are used in electronic devices, get discarded every year globally, and Tokyo wanted to do something about it. There was a large-scale national effort in Japan to collect enough recycled material to produce about 5,000 bronze, silver, and gold medals for the Olympics. Up to 90% of Japanese cities, towns, and villages participated by setting up donation pickup sites where hundreds of thousands of Japanese citizens donated their old electronic devices. It was a massive effort to engage the national government municipalities, companies, schools, and other local communities. When the project was launched in 2017, there were 600 municipalities on board. By the end of 2019, there were more than 1,600, following a public relations campaign. Collection points were set up for people to contribute with electronics. Uh, They were later later dismantled to extract and refine the metals necessary to produce the metals. The metals necessary to produce the metals. Um, Wow. uh, Hold on. That is, how many phones do you think that is? So fucking many. Does it say? Um, 80 tons of small electrical devices. That's like 80 elephants. Yeah. 70 pounds of gold, 77,000 pounds of silver. Hang on. I really like how that's how I had to compartmentalize that. <laughs> the number of elephants? Well, an elephant weighs about a ton, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just needed something to help me visualize it. Yeah. 
I wonder, are, is metal denser than an elephant, though? Like, would it be smaller? What, this is the whole thing about, like, what weighs more, a pound of bricks or a pound of feathers? Well, it's not which weighs more. I'm, oh, I'm thinking, like, visually size volume What wise. takes up more space in, like, a room? Yeah, an elephant I or a ton it, of metal. I think probably an elephant. I, I think metal is probably denser than an elephant. Um, well, gold is really heavy. Is it? Yes. Oh, I'm thinking it's it's very malleable. Yeah, it's very um, it's it's it, it's very squishy at room temperature. Squishy's the wrong. Yeah, malleable's better. Um. <clears throat> yeah, the recycling campaign produced seventy pounds of gold, seventy-seven hundred pounds of silver, and forty-eight fifty pounds of bronze, all from nearly 80 tons, 80 tons of small electrical devices, such as old phones and laptops. The gold alone is worth some $2 million. Holy shit. Uh, the design for the medal shows the Olympic emblem on the front and the Greek goddess of victory on the back. Um, the gold medals are made from pure silver. Nike. Yeah. It doesn't say the name of the goddess. <laughs> yeah, but I bet they wanted to avoid confusion. Mm. Because of, you know, the brand Nike. Yeah. Uh, the gold it medals... shows Nike on the back. The the swish. <laughs> um, the gold medals... That would have been real confusing. <laughs> the gold medals are made from pure silver, plated with about six grams of gold, while the silver ones are made from pure silver, and the bronze ones from gunmetal. Uh, the side of each medal is inscribed with the name of the event. Well, the Japanese were the first ones to have made medals fully from recycled material, the concept isn't new. In the Rio 2016 Olympic Games, 30% of the silver to make the gold and silver silver medals was obtained from recycled materials. Looking ahead to the Paris Games in 2024, the Tokyo Medal Project might have set a precedent. Um, This is all part of a broader sustainability effort. Uh, The organizers of the Tokyo Olympics aim to create a minimal impact games, through a series of steps outlined in the uh, 2020, uh, the Tokyo 2020 Olympic and Paralympic Games Sustainability Plan. The games are av- aiming to move towards zero carbon, focusing on maximum energy savings and use of renewable energy. Most of they the ven- need, they need to have a way for people to offset their tickets. Like to do carbon offsetting when they buy their tickets. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you can do that when you purchase a plane ticket there are ways to do carbon offsetting you pay for more for your ticket and you can do carbon offsetting on Mm -hmm. your ticket so but they should have a way to do that for the olympics also in 2028 the olympics are going to be in los angeles and i kind of want to go i was um my dad made a joke about that we were watching water polo and he was like, or no, we were, we were trying to decide what to watch and we had just watched water polo and he was like, we should watch handball. By the time the LA Olympics are around, all of the water polo players are going to be playing handball because there's not going to be any water left in California. Oh, that was my reaction. <laughs> Yikes! Um, most of my dad's family lives in California. <laughs> Yikes! 
Most of the venues that are hosting events already existed, with several reused from the Tokyo 1964 Olympics. Much of the Olympics-associated emissions come from building new infrastructure. Meanwhile, the Olympic torches, torches designed by Tok- Tokujin uh, Yoshioka, uh, were made up of recycled construction waste from temporary housing used in the aftermath of the Great East Japan Earthquake and Tsunami in 2011. Uh, the vehicle that transports Olympic and Paralympic athletes around the Olympic Village is an autonomous electric car from Japanese company Toyota, the E-Pallet. The athletes also sleep in lightweight recycled cardboard beds. Do they? Have- does this article mention that <clears throat> the beds are designed to only support the weight of one person? Um, well, I mean, a lot of Olympians have just proved that that's not true. By, By like- what? Well, I was going to say there's a lot of videos of Olympians jumping up and down on the beds with their friends. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> um, the athletes also sleep in lightweight recycled cardboard beds made by the Japanese company Airweave. I'm sure this is how Airweave really wanted um, to get known for making yep. the cardboard anti-fuck beds. Um, the mattresses can then be recycled after being used. Um Yuki Arata, the wait, Tokyo wait. Games. Are the beds and mattresses both made out of cardboard? I don't think so. What the hell are they going to do with the mattresses then? I don't know. That's all it says is that the ma- mattresses can then be recycled after being used. Um, huh. Yuki Arata, the Here's Tokyo Games. Game- can I just, sorry, I know you just started talking. Why? But I only thought of it after you started talking. They should turn like I th- they should turn all of the housing that they create mm-hmm. for the athletes the olympic after village the, in the olympic village into um housing for they they should turn it into mixed income housing and housing for people who are currently unhoused yeah after the games are done like in a lot of places after the olympics the olympic village just goes uninhabited Mm-hmm. it's just not used and it's like hey there are people who like could live there yeah if you just did a little bit more like work and renovation on the olympic village could could you do that and then like you can have good mixed income housing can we could could you can you could can pl- hey uh, please hey, um can you do that anyway just a thought uh, Yuki Arata, the Tokyo Games Director of Sustainability, said in a statement, We hope that the approach we are taking for these Olympics, for example, utilizing timber to make benches for public facilities for local areas, will remain in people's minds as a good memory of these Olympics to be passed on to the next generation. So they are recycling a lot of the Olympic, the stuff for the Olympics. Uh, like they used, they made uh, public benches out of they're going to make public benches out of um materials from the olympics Um, that's cool yeah and that's the end of the article fun fact i learned about this that that the that they were being that recycling i learned about the recycled materials medals because i saw a headline that said olympics committee urges athletes to stop biting gold medals made from recycled mobile phones and i was (laughs) like okay 
like the first we'll we'll talk about the first part of that later recycled mobile phones and so yeah yeah uh apparently the tradition of uh biting gold medals is because if something is made out of solid gold you can make a tooth mark on it huh why would you want to put a tooth mark on your gold medal to prove that it's solid gold except most metals these days are not solid gold it's gold plated silver or, or gold plated silver or gold plated lead which <laughs> don't put that in your mouth <laughs> the ones no, this I, year are gold plated silver isn't lead a, is lead lead's not you shouldn't eat lead no that's why lead paint was such a problem because it's sweet right. so babies would eat it and right, it made them right, sick. Right, 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 right. It's mercury that you got to really watch out for. Yes. That's the big, that's the, the, the big bad metal. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, um, I was watching some rugby yesterday. Um, the rugby, rugby is a brutal sport. Did you see, um, I watched the highlights of it with my dad, the um, New Zealand versus Fiji one. Oh, the men's? Yeah. I saw the medal ceremony. That was... I just... The Fiji rugby team are just so quick on their feet. Like, I, I know you have to be... third straight gold medal. I knew you have to be to play rugby, but it was like they were... I was watching it, and they were like... They made it look like the some of the New Zealand players were moving in slow motion. Yeah. Like the rate at which they would like, especially they would make like these hairpin turns and passes where it's like you have to be really in sync with your team to like abruptly turn it, around and pass that quickly. The thing is, they make it look easy. Yeah. I that's the thing about like these amazing athletes is you watch it and you're like, I could do that. And then you're like, hang on a second. No, I couldn't. I die. This the thing. Like, they make it look... And when I was watching the women's game, I was like... And then I, I was watching it, and it was over so fast. And I was like, wow, it's only two... Ha- it, it's two halves of, like, t- t- like ten minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is rugby so short? And I'm like, oh, right, if they played for longer, they'd die. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was just like, it's so quick also they do this thing where they like throw people in the air almost or like they put people like on their shoulders to like catch a ball that's thrown it's crazy Mm. and they don't wear any like padding or anything they wear a mouth guard and that's about it and i'm like insane this game is nuts um do we want to go in the middle bit i have something to talk about that's not a a headline i have a headline that i'm very excited about i want to talk about some some news news before okay. something to to announce and that people should go and donate their money to and spread the word about which is line three um and the pipeline oh yes and um it there is it, this pipeline in that is crossing um anishinaabe treaty land in oh my god i was just reading about this and um, Minnesota. Is it Minnesota? Oh my god. Um, 
I really should have, yeah, hang on. So basically it's crossing over um, Anishinaabe treaty land Mm -hmm. in, I really want to get the state right, um, Minnesota. And this is protected indigenous treaty land and it is an Enbridge pipeline mm-hmm. and i b- believe as we're all aware it is not if a pipeline spills it's when a pipeline spills yeah um and it's going over rivers and it's near lake superior and if this pipeline sorry when this pipeline inevitably breaks it is going to seriously fuck up um these ecosystems, specifically yeah. indigenous ecosystems, and indigenous people, um, Anishinaabe people, and indigenous people all across the United States and Canada are already facing water crises. Yeah, um, because of what the U.S. has done to them and what is con- they're continuing to do to them, and um, they are being illegally arrested by unmarked police, and. Basically, we're sitting here already on stolen, seized land. Um, It's the least that we can do to educate ourselves to understand what's happening with the Enbridge Line 3 pipeline. Um, There's a bunch of people you can donate to. And a bunch of people have been arrested for protesting Mm -hmm. and for, you know... This stupid video keeps playing. Not a video about line three, a video on my article. Um, for, you know, doing their... I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, for basically exercising their religious freedoms for mm-hmm. doing religious ceremonies. And also for protesting. And... Basically, enough bail money needs to be raised so that uh, water rights protesters can get out of jail, essentially. Um, So, um, Kurori, I believe is how you say it, um, has a Venmo and a Cash app. It's the same, and a PayPal. Um, So, you can donate to the bail fund through that. Um, And that is Q-U-I-I... ROI to donate. Again, that's uh, on Venmo, Cash App, and PayPal. Um, it's Q U I I R O I to donate to the bail fund for the uh, protests at the Enbridge Line 3 pipeline. Um, and if you're in that area and you can go protest, and uh, you should, basically. Um, so, again, like we say, usually it's not good news, but it is the news. Yeah. Um, so you should go do that. And I've already donated, um, a little while ago, and you should too. Basically, it's not, it's, again, it's sort of like the least, the least we can do. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. 
There's also there another Venmo is Stop Line Three S T O P L I N E Three. Like the the numerical number three, not the word three. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then for more information, just on what it is, the Instagram account is resist underscore line underscore three. R-E-S-I-S-T underscore L-I-N-E underscore three, the number, uh, on Instagram for more information about what is happening about line three and what's been going on there. You can also, if Um, you just Google line three, the first thing that comes up is stoplineThree.org. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to... a bunch of resources. Yep. And, you know, obviously we are not there we're not indigenous and so we i don't want to take up space in that space (laughs) that's a terrible way to word that um but i do want to do our part because we have a small platform to get that word out yeah about what's happening there so do what you can to resist the line three pipeline um also oh my god call your legislators and call the army corps of engineers to tell them to revoke the permits for the pipelines. Um, That's a big thing. If you can do that, and that's really easy, there's a script online about how to call the Army Corps of Engineers and say that this is, you know, environmentally dangerous, it's bad, um, and that can make a big difference too because they have the power to revoke the permits. Yeah. Um, Yeah, call them. Also, write them letters. Yeah. Representatives... Well, supposedly they love getting letters, but nobody, the Army Corps doesn't want to get a ton of letters. So they'll do, they, 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 they are more likely to listen if you take up physical space in their mailbox. Yep. The, the number for the Army Corps of Engineers, by the way, is 202-761-5903 and 202-761-1878. Uh, and the script is, hi, my name is blank. I want the Army Corps of Engineers to stop the construction of the Line 3 pipeline by revoking the permit. The Line 3 pipeline is a threat to our climate, water, and violates treaty rights. Do everything you can to stop Line 3. Yeah. And that's it. Um, so, and you can call your legislators and tell them basically the exact same thing. Uh, and you can say, tell them to use their power as a straight state representative to call the DNRC commission, the, yeah, the DNR commissioner and express your opposition to the water appropriations permit that gave 5 billion gallons of water to Enbridge in the midst of a drought without proper tribal consultation, public comment, or adhering to scientific standards. So that's what you can call your legislators about and the Army Corps of Engineers about to help stop Line Mm -hmm. 3. So, again, not good news, but it is the news. So do what you can to help stop that and protect the planet. The good news is there's stuff you can do. Yeah, that is the good news. To contribute, to help. Yeah. Um, Um, That's always... Sorry? Oh, no, no, no. What you were saying... Well, I was going to say, like, um, that's always I, I watch a lot of uh, 
John Oliver with my parents. And my favorite ones are the ones where he says, here's what you can do to help with this. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like, things are shit sometimes. A lot of the time, all the time for some people. You can help them. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, as we always say on this podcast, you literally need water to survive. So polluting the water is... What's the word? Bad. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, sponsored this week by water, as always. Drink it. Uh, you need it. Which is why you should call to help stop this pipeline. Call, donate, um, right? Call, donate, do what you can, share. Um, I would like to add another sponsor to our list of sponsors. Ooh. A new one. Um, moisturizer. Ooh. I would like to add a new sponsor. Use moisturizer. Very important. Keep you nice and soft. That's a weird thing to say. I'll come up with a better way to, to talk about that sponsor. But Keep yourself soft. Yeah. Use use moisturizer. It's good. For, it's good. For, much like your, your insides need water, your outsides also need water. Gross. Yeah. Your outsides also need to be hydrated, much like you need your... Never mind. This is <laughs> terrible. Um, just, you know, um, don't use it on parts of your body that react poorly to it. Find the right moisturizer for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can tell. My entire face is just... It's like the surface of the moon in terms of acne. Oh no, I, I can't. So you look rough. great on look great on Zoom. Thank you. It's it's not so much that of the way it looks cuz it's subtle enough and I mostly communicate with people through Zoom. It's when I accidentally brush my hand against my face and it feels like sandpaper. Oh no. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, use the right also moisturizer my for you. Hurt. Um <laughs> Um, are you ready for a headline without context? Oh, yeah. Wait. Follow us on Twitter at HYHTGN Podcast. Yeah. Send us an email at HYHTGN Podcast at gmail.com. Definitely. We have other things, but I feel like they're less important. Yeah. Um, are you ready for a headline without context? Absolutely. I'm so excited for this headline. Are you ready? I don't think so, but go for this it. This article comes to us from BossHunting.com. It was published on tw- the 29th of July, 2021. It is from by who? Who's it Boss from? Hunting Magazine. Okay. Uh, this article is by Nick Kenyon. I'm, I'm really building up to it because I really like this headline. Okay. These Crocs classic clogs are top tier seduction slides. Let's get that one more time. These Crocs, classic clogs, are top tier seduction slides. Ew. Do you want to see a picture of the seduction slides in question? Yes. Ew. Why are they textured like that? (laughs) Ew. And as always, you get no context. Ew! Wait, we have to describe them. They look like... Okay, did you ever do, um, like, block printing in art class in middle school? They look like 
something went horribly wrong with one of those. Like a it like, kind of looks like Crocs that are melted. Yeah, or like somebody like carved out Crocs, but yeah. badly. The what are they? They're horrible. It kind of feels like somebody took a Croc and dipped it in plaster, and then just let the plaster run off, and then let it set like that, like partially run off. They're horrible. They're top-tier seduction slides. No, I hate them. Get rid of them. <laughs> they're aw- they're awful. I just they're, I they... saw that headline and I needed it for our our, our our show. They're terrible. I hate them. Um, side note, this is your friendly reminder to read the whole fucking article. I'm trying to like last week some article went viral and people were fucking pissed about it and you read the article and it's like Read the whole fuck. If you see a headline and it makes you angry, read the article. Oh, because I had a moment. It's like trying this. to convince the 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 headlines are designed to get your attention, not necessarily give you the facts. I had a moment like this where I was really mad at a couple headlines. Mm-hmm. Going back to the Olympics thing, um, there was an Olympic athlete who uh, she is a Paralympic athlete. She is a deaf blind swimmer. And the Olympic Committee, yet another add to the list of fucking sins, uh, the Olympic Committee told her that she couldn't have her personal care assistant come with her because they weren't essential personnel. Um, This is a person who is trained to basically help her uh, get around her life and is essential for her to compete and they provided one person, the Olympic Committee was going to provide, not the U.S. Olympic Committee, the International Olympic Committee was going to provide her with, I think, one person. And the headline, there was one headline that I read from, I think, either New York Times or Washington Post, mm-hmm. that actually, the ones that broke the story, they did a good job. And that headline was basically like, um, deafblind athlete is told that she can't have essential personnel with her at the Olympics, so she quits. And it's like, that's fine. But then Yahoo comes out with this article that's like, Olympic athletes told she can't have her assistant come with her, so she quits. And it's Jesus like, fucking Christ. And it's like, that's not what happened. She's told she can't have her essential... That's like telling a blind person who uses a service dog that they can't have their service dog come with them. yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? And yet caddies are considered personal, are, are considered essential personnel. Yeah. Like, like. Wait, do people bring their own personal caddies? Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Caddies Christ. are not, pro- caddies are not provided. People bring like their own caddies. It's not like, it, it was not like caddies that were already in Japan. Caddies were like brought, like, so the Is caddies. Is this just who- for golf? Because. Um, I know yeah. the surfers have caddies, which is people who pass boards to them when they're yeah. in the water. Yeah, that too. Um, hey, let me see if I can find that so I can get like the facts of the article articles straight. Because um, I was and I'm in a group chat with some of my other disabled friends and we were like very angry about this. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, here it is. Deaf, blind Paralympian quits the U.S. team when she told when she's told she can't bring assistant to Tokyo. And here's the other article. This deafblind Paralympian told was told to navigate Tokyo alone, so she so she quit the U.S. team. Jesus. Yeah, and the TLDR is the Paralympic. Uh, they won't let a Paralympian bring her PCA uh, to the Olympics, but golfers get their caddies as essential personnel. Mm-hmm. Um. So the I I I was curious. So I went through my own Tumblr. I have a tag called "Read the Whole Thing" um, on Tumblr when I see people reacting to headlines without reading the article. And the thing that was pissing people off the other week was the New York Post. Which why would you believe a headline from the New York Post? God, the New York Post. The New York Post headline was Biden says city should spend leftover COVID funds on hiring cops, which is not true. Uh, uh, um, local and state governments should use their COVID relief money uh, in a way that benefits their community, uh, such as community programs, job plans for teens, programs to put kids on a different track and away from violence, or uh, funding uh, police overtime. So that is an option that communities have to do with the COVID relief funding that is up to the individual communities, which is why you should vote in local elections. Vote in local elections. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on from this? And I can talk about my article. My article is um, warm bowl of soup and, uh, or as I might say, maybe not today, not today. Um, Or perhaps lobster bisque. 101-year-old Maine woman may be the oldest person in the world still lobstering. Of course she's from Maine. (laughs) Virginia Oliver was born and raised in Rockland. She's been lobstering since she was eight. At 101 years old, Oliver Oliver still goes three times a week with her son. It's been said... Oh, God. It's been said that... God, I cannot... My brain just stopped working. It, it's been said that time is what we, it has been said that time is what we most, is what we want most, but what we use worst. Why was that sentence so hard for me to read? Probably because of the way it's broken up on the lines. Virginia Oliver has been blessed with a lot of time. A hundred. Oh, this is from News Center, Maine. Um, Virginia Oliver has been blessed with a lot of time. Isn't she? That's Mary Oliver. That's the poet. Um, <laughs> Virginia Oliver has been blessed with a lot of time. A hundred and one years to be exact. But it's when she's cho- it's what she's chosen to do with it that makes her life remarkable. Virginia, or Jenny, as her friends call her, was born on. Clarendon Street in Rockland at her parents' home in June of 1920. The Centurion still lives on the same street but in a different house, one where she raised her four children. Her mind is sh- her mind is sharp and her wit is too. Virginia used to live alone, but nowadays her 78-year-old son Mar- Max spends his- the nights 
at her house. It makes it easy for the two to wake up early. I usually get up at a quarter of five, pile into the old Ford, and drive the winding road to Owl's Head, where her late husband's boat, appropriately named Virginia, is docked. At 101, Virginia Lobster's Virginia Oliver lobsters her 200 pots in the waters off of Rockland, usually three days a week. Her sea legs aren't as steady as they used to be, but she still might be more at ease on a rocking boat than possibly anywhere else. Max hauls the pots while Virginia bans the lobsters. She is right-handed, but use, has to use her left because she broke her wrist a few years ago. When she's not busy with the lobsters, she fills bait bait bags with poggies poggies i don't know i don't know lobster stuff yeah mother and son work in quite quiet harmony when the work is done virginia sets herself on the side of the boat and waits for max to catch up she doesn't hold on she just rests her sloped her sloped back on the thin board that makes up the bulkhead inches from the sea the morning sun in her eyes uh, and is at ease they call me the lobster lady. She looks Incredible. great in these pictures. She looks fantastic. Virginia grew up between mainland Rockland and Andrews Island, where her family has a home and where her father lobstered and fished for sardines to sell to the local factory. She started lobstering when she was just eight years old and would go out with her big brother, John. All four of her children lobster, just as her late husband had. What does, what does Virginia, like, what, Jesus, what does Virginia like best about lobstering? Being the boss. Incredible. She doesn't go out if she doesn't want to, but she likes the independent life on the water. She likes the independent life on, she, she likes the independent life on the water, she, but she likes the independence life on the water has afforded her and her family. Maybe there make we the go. Text bigger? I can, if I make the maybe if I make the text bigger, I can make the I have to make the window bigger. Then you go away, but that's fine. Max attributes Virginia's work ethic to her long life and healthy to her long and healthy life. She says it's all about independence. I thought I read that sentence wrong. It doesn't matter. You have to keep... Stop talking to me! Where? Where is this video? This stupid article keeps talking to me. Um, Or this stupid webpage. The article is very good. You just have to keep going. Otherwise, you would be in a wheelchair or something, said Virginia. But most, most days after lobstering, she drives her white pickup truck down the street to the Hannafords. I usually bake beans on Sundays for my and my kids come for supper, explains Virginia, who is famous for the cake, brownies, and especially donuts she bakes. A couple of lobsters she bans each week end up in her kitchen, where she likes to eat them in a classic Maine lobster roll grilled bun with a little mayo and nothing else. A member of the Rockland Historical Society made a short documentary about Virginia a couple of years ago. She's 
oblige she's obliging to questions but seems to wonder what all the fuss is about to herself she's just a woman who loves the water her family and her independence when i ask virginia when she'll retire her lobster pots she quickly answers when i die <laughs> something she assures me she's not afraid of everybody's gonna die sometime the lobster lady said you're not gonna live forever so why let it bother you yeah it's not like we're lobsters we're not immortal that's true. They are kind of immortal, right? Aren't they? Don't I'm they pretty just... sure they they can only they don't die of old age. They only die if they're killed. That's same yeah. is true about me. <laughs> and um, same is true about evolution and crabs. The ultimate life form. Evolution just keeps making crabs. Someday we will all be crab. Yeah, or octopus. They're so smart. I don't think anybody could evolve to be octopus. No, but octopus could evolve to be us. (laughs) No, not us. I don't. That didn't make sense. But they could evolve to be on land someday, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Creatures. Can you imagine being like 101 years old and still kicking it on a boat? I, I cannot. I can barely imagine being... For me, it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to go over to my mom's house for dinner. Oh, yeah. Wait, aren't you like 80? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Her son is like 70, almost 75. That's wild. Can you imagine? I just like her kids coming over for dinner and her kids are all like old enough to be grandparents. They probably are grandparents. Incredible. I can... I can barely imagine, like, three days from now. Yeah. Let alone 80 years from now. That's that's crazy. And she's still kicking it, going out on the boat and pulling up those lobsters. That's really fun. I went crabbing when I was in Washington with my aunt and uncle and cousins. That was so much fun. Um, my mom has a story about when she was, uh, a young lass and her parents sent her to religious sleepaway camp in Greece. Um, oh, right. Um, and she, after, after camp, like when camp was done, she went and stayed with a relative for a little bit. Um, and she, uh, went, they took, they took her out on the fishing boats and, um, they pulled up an octopus and threw it at my mom. Or it must have been a squid because it sprayed her with ink. No, octopus can ink too. Um, and then they ate it for dinner. Yum! Fun! They put the octopus in their avgolemono. Um, what does that mean? It is egg lemon soup. Yum! Um, but my mom, my mom says... Um, she remembers she was eating the avgolemino with her cousin, and her cousin turns to her and goes, "So, just me, or does this soup taste fishy? Like, there's there's something fishy in the soup." And then they found out that it was the octopus. Did they not? Did their like relatives not know that it was going to be in there? Well, she didn't know that the octopus was going. to... My mom didn't make the soup. She was a little kid. Right, right, right. So my mom didn't know that the octopus was going to be in the soup, and neither did her cousin. Because her cousin was also a little kid. That's wild. That's. 
My god. That's that's such like kooky relative bullshit, you know? Yeah. Ha ha ha, we threw this we threw this, you know, sea monster at you and now we eat. Yum yum yum. <laughs> That's what octopus are. They're basically like miniature sea monsters. They're so smart. Um. Oh. 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 I sent this to you already, but um, there's an article and it's the um. What was it? Where did you send it to me? Oh, it's the wow! Oh my god! Hilariously cheesy shark attack movies. My Tumblr um. really knows what we're. T- I thought you sent it to me on Tumblr because the first thing that po- opened up when I opened up Tumblr is a video about an octopus. Nice! Wow! Yeah, we need to watch. We need to watch Ice Sharks. That's oh, next we, on the list. We have to watch um, Ice Sharks. Also can I also just by, say um, Sand Sharks? Yeah. Can I say um, also Santa Jaws? Santa Jaws. Can I say the post you sent me about Twilight XI Carly is easily the funniest post I've seen in maybe years? Is that where Spencer is a renowned vampire hunter on accident? Yes. Yes. Very good. Very funny. 10 out of 10. Very, very, very good. Love it very much. I love his pyrokinesis. Wait, okay, briefly, because it just popped up. Um, and I feel like I, if we had recorded earlier, we would have talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Panera bathing suits? Soup! <laughs> Soup? I really want one. Um. I don't think I'm going to get one, but I really, I was briefly considering getting the soup bathing suit. Um, just because... I, I, too, want to be soup. Panera makes clothes now. You can buy clothes at the soup store. Panera makes bathing suits. You, too, can be soup. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've talked enough. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're kind of just like, oh, yeah, let's talk about whatever, which is fine. But we have been going for over an hour, so maybe we should wrap up. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Sorry, can you do that again? Wrap up. <laughs> I really want to know what that looks like on your audacity it's recording. Fucking wild looking. Hang on, let me see if I can do it. Wrap up. Oh my god, it looks like a fish skeleton. Um. Thank you so much for listening. You have heard the good news about Adam the Olympics. Um, yeah. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. I forgot his name for a second. I heard you say it and I was like, wait, fuck. Is it Andrew? What is it? <laughs> Adam Driver. Um, the Olympics. More about the Olympics. Even more about the Olympics. You've heard the good news about this old lobster lady. Um, you've heard about the seduction crocs and you've heard the news about line three. Yep. Uh, and again, call your representatives, donate if you can. Write letters. Write letters. I cannot stress enough. Physical letters are probably one of the most effective ways to contact your representative. Yeah. Do what you can. Seriously. Um, um yeah. Thank uh, you so much for listening. Wait. I- 
Oh, did you already say your name? I can't remember. I have not. Oh, go. Thank you so much for listening. I have been Cat slash Dylan. Uh, I've been Sophia. Think, uh, good night and good news. And I will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Bye.